0: Welcome to another episode of salt air this week. I want to talk about the master minion communication systems. Now, one of the major hallmarks of salt is that we can have a lot of connected minions and still communicate with them very, very quickly. And so if we come up here and we look at really the classical approach, we've got the master and then many minions connected up to that master. But what I want to talk about is what's going on right here. That connection is made to be fast. It's also made to be as network efficient as is humanly possible. And so what's going on is that up on the master, we have two ports that are exposed. One that we call the pub port for the publication, and the other that we call the return port or the ret port. The minion connects up to the published port. This is why when you're setting up salt, the minion only needs to know where the master is. The master doesn't need to be informed where the minion is. Also, from a firewalling perspective, you have a unidirectional connection, which needs to be made. Now, the minion connects up to the publish port, and then the publish port is sending down what are called pub messages. These pub messages are made to be extremely small. Since the logic and the intelligence about how to do whatever routine is being called lives on the minion, we don't need to send that actual message over the wire just a reference to it. And so we use serialization inside of this message to make it as small as possible so that they can fan out in a very efficient way across large numbers of minions. The minion then receives the publication and it executes it. After it executes, it connects back up to the return port with the return information. Now the published message comes down with what we call a JIT or a job ID. That job ID is a timestamp. So we know exactly when the job was initiated and the job ID is created up on the master. That, that is what allows us to make sure that these returns that are coming back have the job ID associated with it. And so we get continuity. But one of the ways that we get speed is with decoupling these two routines. Since the publication and the return are completely decoupled, that allows us to not have to have any waiting sequences up on the salt master. That also allows us to make sure that since there are no waiting routines, we can have significantly lower overhead on the master and it allows us to make sure that we have stronger continuity. And if we time out on, on a publication that goes down, we're still going to get the return. In a classical network situation, we would create just a single network connection. And if there's a timeout, then we kill that connection. And then we also kill the return. But with this, with this system, that return is going to still come back. This is something that confuses people with salt, because you use the command line, salt command, right, to invoke one of these routines. And the command line may say, I'm not going to wait for these returns anymore. And it'll stop and say, I didn't get a return from some of these minions. When in actuality, those minions are probably still running, they're just gonna return a little later. This is why we often recommend that when you execute SALT commands from the command line, if they're gonna be long running commands, that you can execute them from the command line asynchronously so that the command goes out and then you can just periodically check the job history and say, has it come back yet? When we look at this architecture from a SALT enterprise perspective, The benefit that we have is that that decoupled system is much easier to make coalesce up inside of that UI. It's a lot easier to be able to say that, yeah, we haven't heard back from these guys yet, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're not gonna reply. And so we end up with a situation where the continuity of those commands feels much more natural because we're able to use an asynchronous decoupled display as opposed to using a shell, which is a synchronous coupled display. Now, the next thing that I wanna talk about briefly is that we've got this remote execution system in place and you can uh, use that system, but there's also scenarios where we want this communication from master to minion to one, go down to the minion, Instead of the minion connecting up, but also where you might want an agentless system. Now, there are a lot of concerns that we have to address when we have agentless systems. We don't have continuity on that system when it comes to being able to gather events. And the agentless system means that we're only going to be able to work with that system during that window of time in which we're actually touching that system. And so, SaltStack does offer SALT SSH. And so SALT SSH allows you to make that agentless connection into a system over SSH and execute SALT's remote execution and stateful routines. Of course, since there is no agent on the system, the problem that we run into is that we don't get SALT's event-driven components we can only push to the system. The other problem that we went into is that, as you may recall, I was talking about how small that publication is, how we tried to make it as efficient as possible. That publication is being sent out in a block that is only a few K in size. When we're using SALT SSH, of course, we have to initiate an SSH handshake. We have to follow on with that handshake by downloading significant amounts of information to the system inside of its temp directory, executing those routines, and then removing that information from those temp directories. And this is basically how all agentless configuration management systems work. And so this is why SALT with an agent scales and is so much faster than using an agentless SALT SSH style approach to solving those problems. The SALT SSH is still a wonderful and convenient tool It makes it easy to use the power of salt to set up systems that you either can't or shouldn't put an agent on. But it also can allow you to bootstrap agents and make those connect back into the salt master so that you get that high speed efficiency. Now, thank you very much for watching as we've gone over this brief overview of how salt's transport systems work and some of the differences between using salt with an agent and salt without an agent. Thank you.